Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in Him. Got my cup of coffee, my Black Rifle coffee this morning. I hope you're enjoying a cup wherever you are listening from. This is a podcast where we celebrate all things freedom in Christ. The Son has set us free. We are free in Jesus. And now, how can we live from the freedom that He's already provided in every area of our lives? I hope you're doing well. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. Well, we started a, a series last week on identity, and this is so important. I've talked about this a lot. If you've been a regular listener of this podcast, you know that I talk about it so much, and there's, the reason why is because it's personal for me. It's 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 personal because of it's the greatest way that God has grown and transformed me and renewed my mind to the truth of what He accomplished in me and to me at seven years old, but living out of a fake identity, living out of an identity crisis, I would say, for 30 plus years of my Christian walk of not knowing what really was accomplished on my behalf through the cross and resurrection. And so it's personal for me, and I talk about this, and I use this in my coaching and my writing and my, and definitely in this podcast, because why? Because it's, it's freeing. <laughs> it's so freeing when you know who you are, when you know what Jesus says about you, when you know what he's accomplished on your behalf. There's this rest, there's this peace, there's this freedom there. You you know who you're not. You know what doesn't define you. You know what is not your source, your life source. You know uh, not only how God sees you, but what he's done to you and in you and through you and how much he loves and cares for you. And that that's so freeing. And so I've been building a foundation and I want to uh, I want to start building this foundation. And you may say, well, you know, I've never heard of a lot of this stuff, Matt. And I, I get it. I didn't either for a long time. And as I always tell you on this podcast, please go to the source, go to the Word of God, but also go to the Spirit of God in you. Engage with the Lord. Lord, you know, I'm 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 hearing these truths, but I really just don't feel them and I I'm I'm not acting on them all the time. So what do I do with this, Lord? And so just show me, reveal to me. That's my prayer for you because, because um, that's how it happens. It's, this is all through the supernatural working of the Holy Spirit in our lives to reveal these truths to us. And then we have a choice to either accept it or to still try to believe the lie that we're missing something. And so again, I kind of gave an overview last time of identity, the who, who the real you is, this new creation. But there's something that happened to you at salvation, whether you realized it or not. And it's more than just getting your sins forgiven, as great as that is, and going to heaven some, someday. There is something that happened to the spiritual core of who you are. And I want to give a quick overview of who you were before Christ, just so that we can kind of, this will help us as we go in. And again, I'm giving, the, building this as the foundation because this is so important. And maybe th- these types of teachings or explanations you've never gone through before, that's okay. I would encourage you to spend some time on this as we're going to talk through this, uh, uh, you know, over these next few episodes. So again, before before we um, we were in Christ, we were in Adam, as Scripture says. Okay, so I want to know who this is our identity before, and the key point of this is when I say identity, it's who you are at the spiritual core. It's not what you do for a living. It's not if you're married or not. Not it's how much money you make. It's not. It's not uh, any of that. It's this spiritual identity is who you are. And this, this takes place at, in the human spirit, the spiritual core of who you are. But we also know that we are made up of three parts, body, soul, and spirit. So keep that in mind as we go as we go through this, okay? 
The spirit is where we've, and we talked about this when we did a series on the on the heart. So if you missed that, I would encourage you to go back to that. But this is the the, the core of who you are. Okay, this your human spirit's not to be confused with the Holy Spirit. Okay, uh, and God gave you a new one at salvation. He put a new, took out the old uh, heart of stone and gave you a new heart, a new new human spirit, and joined His spirit to you. Okay, so um, so this is this is where we're talking about here with the core of who you are. Okay, is your human spirit. This is where your identity lives. Now, before the condition of your spirit, before before Christ, okay, is you were spiritually, <laughs> spiritually speaking, you were dead in your sin and you were separated from God. Okay, because of the choice of Adam, because of what Adam chose to do, okay, uh, sin entered the world through the one man. Romans 5.12 says this, therefore, just as sin entered the world through the one man and death through sin, death came to all men because all of sin. So, so because of Adam and Eve and their choice to not trust God, everyone now has a spiritual condition of being dead in their sin. Okay, the second reality of this is that I'm just doing this real quick. Second reality is we became separated from God. This happened not because of any of our actions. This is everyone's born into this, whether they think they are or not. Everyone's born dead in their sin and separated from God. Okay, uh, and so that was that was the and the third part of this is we've also now we're separated from God's life and power in us. Okay, Ephesians four eighteen says being darkened in their understanding, separated from the life. Of God, so that was our condition before salvation, and this was huge, right? This, this, this. I mean, we, uh, everyone born at physical birth, you're born spiritually dead to God, separated from God, and separated from God's life and power. Boy, that's bad news. Whether someone realizes that or not, that's bad news. But there's really, really good news, and so, so this, that was your old identity, that was who you were before Christ. That was, whether you knew it or not, that was just the reality. Now, I, I came to Jesus at seven years old. I, I opened my life up to him. I knew I had sin. I knew I wanted forgiveness. And I knew I wanted to go to heaven someday, right? Who's going to turn that that down, right? But as we've said, there's, mo- there's so much more to, to uh, salvation than forgiveness of sins, as great as that is, and going to heaven. Because what happens is then we start living this Christian life and we, the focus becomes on ourselves, so for me, the focus was, well, now here, tell me how to live the Christian life. Tell me all the spiritual things to do. And then also tell me all the things to not do and, and how to stay away from these fleshly behaviors that I couldn't stop doing. And so what's the focus on? The focus then is on the externals. It's on our performance, whether it's our performance from a shame-based perspective of, well, I'm just a dirty, rotten sinner, and so that's just what I'm going to do, or performance on our spiritual practices, all the religious stuff of how much am I reading my Bible, how many spiritual activities am I doing? And so this, the focus is on ourselves, and that's where we, I kind of say we, this is the first part of the Gospels. We folk, we're still focused on the forgiveness of sins. We have that, but that's kind of where we stay. There's this other side, there's other something that happened to us at salvation. It's not just that Jesus died, and that's why I've titled this episode, You Died with Jesus. You Died in Christ. Okay, you actually were crucified. This old identity was crucified at salvation, whether you realized it or not, it was. So we're going to get into this. So, but that's the thing. You, you after you get over kind of the thrill of being saved, you kind of we, we get on this treadmill, this performance treadmill. That 
that kind of loses its luster after a while. And it's like, okay, now tell me what to do. Tell me how to live the life. And sometimes you feel like you're doing it. And other times you feel like you're not. We're living out of our feelings. Uh, we're trying hard to, to do, all the, do all the things right. But yet, um, it's it's like it's almost like we're still living as a lost person because we're still trying to get something that we think we're missing that we don't. And, and actually, the realization is, we already have it. We already have everything we need in Christ. This isn't the whole gospel. This isn't everything that happened to us. We've got part of it, a big part, which is the forgiveness of our sins. Okay, but the other part of it is that actually, no, we died with Jesus, and we're going to get into this. Okay, so again. You know, the first this first part, this Jesus dying for our sins dealt with sin. Okay, getting our sins, which is which is the individual actions. And I've done a I've done a, I did a series on what is freedom in Christ a little while ago. I would encourage you to go back to that too, because I unpacked these a little bit more. But I'm for this purpose of today, uh, you know, getting our sins forgiven are the actions. Okay. They don't deal with the question of sin, which is the power of sin. There's a difference between sins and then the and then sin, which is singular, the power of sin. Sins which we commit are the product of something that that was in us before salvation, which was the power of sin. That was our that was our identity. This power of sin is a force. It's I've, I've described it kind of as a parasitic force that's looking for the instrument of our body to go in, our mind and body, and go in and to and to be, uh, if we allow it to. To we, the, the, our bodies can be used as still as instruments of sin. So this sin, this power, is not um, dead in in the world. It still lives in the world, but it's been crucified in us. Okay, so it's this this power. It's this rebellion against God, and it produces the actions of sins. So what did the, the cross? What did Jesus' blood on the cross accomplish? That accomplished the forgiveness of sins, the actions. Okay. So everyone, everyone that's born in this world, we inherited this power, though, through Adam, okay? And it's passed on to every single person, whether we knew it or not, okay? So this is what, so what, what, what had to happen? Not just our sins forgiven, but we had to die. We had to die to this old nature. This old nature had to, had to be killed off, had to be cut off. Uh, not only did we, did we have this old uh, this old man identity, but some of the things that we began to believe about ourselves before salvation, of being unworthy, uh, self-sufficient, we're a failure, we're inadequate, all these things began to form in us too, at no matter what age we were at. And we still lived with some of those lying beliefs even after salvation. This is what, li- this is what lives in the mind. So even though God made us brand new at salvation, we didn't know it, we still had these lying beliefs in our Mind. And so again, I've always said this, what you truly believe about your identity in Christ is how you're going to live. You won't live beyond what you believe. So if you're still believing that you're unworthy, that you're a failure, that you can actually get it done, you can live this Christian life and you can, in your own willpower, you can say no to the fleshly behaviors, then that's what you're going to operate out of. Okay. And so, so that's, (laughs) that's, um, but that's who you were before salvation. Okay, you couldn't solve this issue. Okay, you couldn't solve it, and and even in now that you're in Christ, you still you now have you can't live you can't live it. <laughs> Only Christ in you can live it, and so so there's like and then we're gonna get into this that what happened that you died you you died in Christ you died in Christ. But so the so this first part is Christ died for the forgiveness of sin. Okay, that we know that most Christians are living there. Okay, we know that he he went to the cross he, in order to provide this forgiveness of 
our sins. Okay, that's that reconciliation with God. We we were separated from Him. That was the the the, the, the sins needed to be forgiven. Okay, but even though our sins were dealt with, that still did not deal with the spiritual death part of it, and the and the and the fact that we didn't have any spiritual life within us. Okay, so here's what happened to so our old identity. This is where I want to get into this today. Okay, what was God's plan? What was God's solution for this? Okay, he, the first part of it was His forgiveness of our sins, but the second part of it was that He had to crucify this old identity, this old self, as Scripture calls it. This old self, Romans 6, 6, says, knowing this, that our old self, which was the old identity, the dead human spirit, old identity, was crucified with him. There's that, he crucified with him, okay? Uh, that our body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. Galatians 2, 20, huge verse. I would encourage you to go to these verses. These are verses that have become life-changing for me. So he says, I was, cru-, Paul said, Paul's saying this, I was crucified with Christ, and I no longer live. The, okay, this is the first I. What was he saying there? I, this old identity, the, the, the dead, the dead human spirit, the uh, separated from God, that was crucified with Christ. Okay, and I, okay, is still the first I. This dead human spirit, old identity, no longer live. Okay, get that. That old man, that old identity has been killed. There's been that was nailed to the cross too. That was nailed to the cross. We, we had to die. This, this old identity had to die. And this is what's so, you don't hear it very often. You don't hear it taught. You don't hear it because then we still are trying to become someone or something that we already are. You've been crucified with Christ. Not only did Jesus die, but you die with Jesus. And now it, it's this beautiful union. And Paul says it here in Romans 6 earlier. He said, do you not know? Okay, we didn't go physically back. Now we use this illustration. We didn't physically go back two thousand years ago, but spiritually, at that God lives in the eternal realm, and so when at that moment of salvation, that's an eternal decision, not a temporal. We live in the temporal world of time, and we've got our clocks, and we've got our calendars, and we've got everything. God doesn't live in that realm. He created it. Okay, and he does live in us, but he lives in the eternal realm. He lives in both realms, but this eternal realm of salvation, this happened. At salvation, you were transported, if you will, at, at to the to the cross. Your old identity was nailed to the cross with Jesus, okay, and 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 it was crucified. Romans six says, and he said, Paul says, "Do you not know?" It says, "Do you not know that you were in, in Romans six three through six? Do you not know you were baptized into Christ Jesus? You've been baptized into His death." Therefore, we have been buried with him. Not only were you crucified, but you were buried with him. And then we're going to get to the really good part, which is the third part of the solution, that you were raised to this new life with Jesus. Um, and so, for if we have been become united with him in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him. I, I, I tell you, if you don't, if you, I would encourage you to spend some time in that passage this week. Okay, I, I used to read this, the first part of that passage wrong. I used to think that it was, when I was talking about bapti- baptizing, I, my mind immediately went to, uh, my mind immediately went to uh, water baptism, like someone in a pool. This is not what this means. The word baptized translated here means to immerse, means to, there's, that's where the word union comes in. We actually, at salvation, we were immersed into Jesus and he into us. We're still us. We still have our own human spirit and the Holy Spirit. But there's this mystery of the union of Christ being in Christ. 
And he, he says, it's, it's almost like we, would, we should translate it to the point, don't you know that all of us who have been immersed into Jesus have been immersed into his death? We were immersed into his death. Water's not even meant there. So the word baptized is there, but it's not talking about sprinkling water on somebody. It's this immersion that's there. We went into him. He went into us. We're still our own unique person. We still look the same on the outside. And, and a lot of, and this is where the renewing is going to come in. A lot of our thoughts and old patterns of, of our old identity as far as our thought and our thoughts of being unworthy are still there. That's what God's going to renew our mind to. And we're going to get to that. Okay. He died and we died. Okay. And we were joined into him. So you died in Christ. That's the message of this part. This is so foundational and so huge. Uh, and, and, and I didn't know it for so long. I mean, how can, how can my old self, my old identity be crucified with Jesus since that took place over 2000 years ago? It's the, the answer to that is it's an eternal, it's an eternal realm where God, there's no time there. Everything is present with God. And so regardless of when you came to Jesus, that happened. The old self was nailed to the cross. So we oftentimes think of the word change. God changed us or is changing us. No, he's already, he's already, if you want to say not just changed you, but he's exchanged. I use the word exchange because what was exchanged? The old self, the old man, the old you was exchanged and nailed to the cross. Okay. You died with Jesus. That, that died with Jesus. And now you were given this new identity, and we're going to get into that. Get into that, but this is this is what was accomplished. And so that old source of you, that old uh, old man, if you will, that was your oper- modus operandi. That was your source for living. Okay, so I use the word source a lot. What was that? What was your source? Well, it was that. It was your old identity of trying to get get life from whatever you were able to get life from. And sometimes we still. Go to those things, as the Bible calls them, the flesh. We still go to the flesh to get life from, apart from God. We have everything we need in Jesus, but we still sometimes go to these other things. I want to make this shorter today because I want to do this as a series, but but that that life source had to be had to be crucified. Um, Romans six six is the answer. The old man. You were crucified with him, the one you inherited from Adam, the one that was cut off from God, separated from God. You were alive to the power of sin. That was crucified with Christ. Ephesians 2 describes it, the, the, the life that flowed from that old man. Ephesians 2, the first part of it, talks about it. You were, you were dead in your sin. It says you walked according to the world. You walked according to disobedience. You formerly lived in the lusts of the flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh. That that source of life had to die, because there's not really, there's no freedom, there's no freedom from sin unless you're actually free from the source of that. People can be doing a whole bunch of spiritual religious things out there, but if they're still dead in their sin, and they're still separated from God. It doesn't matter how moral they are, because that power source has to be has to be crucified. So what did God do? The solution was he crucified you with Christ. That old man, the, 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 the spirit that was enslaved to sin, now that was crucified, and God gives us a new spirit. We talked about the new heart in Ezekiel. Okay, Ezekiel, this new covenant, he prophesied about this. Ezekiel, he sa- it says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a new heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you. My goodness, is that not good news? This was this was prophesied. This is much more than what you have available to you in Jesus. We were dead in our sin, but we are no longer. We were 
sons of disobedience, but we are any longer. We were expressing the, 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 the desires of the power of sin, but we aren't any longer. We weren't there physically, but it, this was that's the, that's the temporal realm. In the, etern, in the eternal spirit realm, this unseen realm, which we're invited to live from the inner man, the spirit of us, this is what happened to us. We died in Jesus, and now we're in Christ. And, and, and it's, it's so powerful. It's, it's, uh, it's something that we just don't, we, we, we celebrate, we celebrate this. We know that we were died and raised with Christ. We're going to talk about the raised price uh, part of it more, but this is so important. And, and we're going to talk about the next time. Well, what did you actually now die to? What did you die to? Because there's a couple of things that you died to as a part of this. And this is this is so huge because you know, and I'm again I'm asking you to to operate out of this on faith that maybe you've not heard this before, maybe you're because because the bottom line is for me the, the question and the question I want to leave with you today is that when I didn't know who I was in Christ, I was trying to always become something, create a different version of myself, a version that people would like me, that people would accept me, and yet I wasn't truly under, and it was really mostly about not really believing that God had already accomplished all of that in me, that I had His full acceptance, that I had His full delight, that I had His full new creation identity, that I was His much-loved Son, that He didn't just love me, but He liked me, and He had made me brand new. I didn't have to try to become something I already was. And maybe you've spent your whole life doing that. Maybe you've spent your whole life still believing that you're this old identity, that you're the old man really isn't dead, that you're trying to crucify something that's already been crucified. And it's exhausting. I tried to live out of two versions of myself for so long, and now it's like just like a breath of fresh air when I can realize I can be comfortable in my own skin and comfortable with what God has already accomplished. That is freedom. That's freedom. I'm not asking you to accept my word for it. Go to these scriptures. Go to Galatians 2.20. If you want the gospel in one verse, that's it. The gospel in one verse is Galatians 2.20. Um, and, and Romans 6, 2 Corinthians 5.17, this, this now, because we talked about that, now that this God exchanged this old identity, guess what you have? You have the new identity, which therefore, if any man is in Christ, are you in Christ? Yes, you're in Christ. He is a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. We're going to talk about this a little bit more next time because what this exchange happened means something that you've died to. You died in Jesus, but what did you die to? And that's going to be what we're going to talk about the next time. So I hope this encourages you. Please, again, as I say, reach out to us if you have any questions, if you want to pursue one-on-one coaching. This is the foundation that we're building. Why is this so important? It's the foundation because then once I know who my, what my identity is, who I am in Jesus, I'm, going to li- I can, I'm invited to live from that, not trying to get something I don't have. Living from the already of his much-loved son. That's different. That's transform. That's transformational. That changes then, can renew my thoughts and renew my mind and then renew my actions because then I'm operating out of who I already am, not what I'm not. You are not your struggle. You are not your addiction. You're not your job. You're not your mess-ups or failures or you're not any of those roles that you play. The truest spiritual core of who you are is you are now in Christ and you died with Jesus. 
You can celebrate that. You died with Jesus on the cross and he put himself in union with you. And we're going to talk about this the next time. What actually did, because you died in Jesus, what did you die to? So we're going to talk about that next time. So thanks for joining us today. Please reach out to us if you'd like also like to pursue one-on-one coaching. We'd love to walk with you on this journey uh, to freedom. So as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Thank mm-hmm. you.